Hi, CJ and Joel. Uh, welcome to the Eco Shiro's podcast. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for inviting us as well on your podcast. It would be great if you could uh, introduce yourself and your association with Dalsko, CJ. Okay, so um, thank you, Balabi. Let me start by um, introducing who Dalsko Group is. Um, so it's a UAE-based um, or UAE-born uh, company uh, integrated with solutions provider with a portfolio of businesses such as um, Dalsko People, Dalsko Environment, Parisima, and Advanced Global Recruitment or AGR. So um, Dalsko was launched uh, eight years ago, 1953, oh, and started wow. out as a workforce um, provider, solutions provider, but now we've evolved into um, becoming a leader in people's solutions as well, and also as the environmental solutions uh, with over 3,500 clients um, across the range of sectors in the UAE. And um, we were also the official waste management partner back at Expo 2020. And that's where I started my role um, in related with Dosco environment. Started as a coordinator and now is working as uh, the environmental officer in charge of various environmental activities uh, under environmental solutions department. So that's how I, I started uh, my career, which is... Um, really related with my passion as being a good steward you know for the next generation because it's it it works both ways um, the environment and the next generation so it aligns with with what i love to do as well that's wonderful very nice can you give us a brief overview of how your waste collection center works how do you collect the waste and do you recycle them too at your facility or the waste is sent for recycling to a third-party recycling uh, company so um, we collect various materials um, with a dedicated fleet um, for each type that goes in our different facilities and for example in abu dhabi uh, the color coding would be only two black and green but for Expo as such, we were really trying to divert waste away from landfill as much as we can. So there are three main categories. So before it even goes in our facilities, it gets segregated at source. That's what we want people to practice as well. So so there and then at, at source, there's a segregation happening. Then mm. it would there's a dedicated fleet for each type of materials, for example, separate for recyclables and separate for landfill. Then these types of material goes then now in our facilities and we have uh, multiple facilities such as material recovery facility, construction and demolition waste facility, which receives um, CND or construction waste, LTF or liquid treatment facility that receives oily sludge. We have refuse and fuel plant, which now um, accepts, which also accepts um, general waste. So in the future, we wouldn't need to dispose us um, in the landfill. And I would like to highlight material recovery facility. Yeah. Um, so in this facility, this is where all of the mixed recyclable goes and gets further segregated. Okay. Now, we we um, partner with local SMEs to further treat the recyclables that we collect. 
that we collected. So, so far we have 36 different types of recyclables that are being further separated from each other and are prepared for further seg- uh, treatment. Okay. Uh, so, as you said, uh, these re- there are 36 types of recyclables which are segregated. So, all of these are recycled in your facility or is it sent to some third-party recycling company? For further process. There are materials that we don't recycle directly. So we partner with third parties or local SMEs because we want to support small businesses as right. well. Yeah. Um, startup businesses that um, and we want to do it locally. Yeah. Um, so instead of looking for uh, a company that can recycle it outside, mm-hmm. we'd rather support um startup or local SMEs that treats the waste locally in the UAE. So um there are materials that we don't recycle. Mm-hmm. And then those materials, we just prepare them for further recycling. And it goes for the uh, to the third-party recyclers. Okay, okay, get it. And uh, you mentioned liquid discharge, right? Uh, what Can you emphasize what kind of waste is that? Is that oil that comes from cooking or uh, what is it? It's a liquid treatment facility. It receives or it accepts rather oily sludge that um, comes from the waste from the ships at the port. So it treats that. Um, um, but we also collect um, oils, use cooking oils, and we partner with a third-party recycler that turns it into a biofuel. Oh, nice. um, so it, it goes in our material recovery facility as well. Okay. Um, and then we we um uh distribute it to the third party recyclers. Oh, nice! So mm-hmm. for the oil, I was inquisitive to know: uh, can you send like for collection in communities, or is it only for commercial level recycling for the oil? You know, which is usually from cooking oil, which is left out. Um, usually it's with um, commercial because they have a dedicated or big kitchen. Yeah. It goes in bulk. Um, but we do uh, show uh, showcase or work with communities as well. Okay. Um, and if there's a requirement of collection for their used cooking oils, definitely that's something we can arrange. Amazing. Uh, Okay. Yeah, so it, it's either commercial commercial um, or household or communities. Um, if there's a request for it, um, then definitely that's something we can work on. Wonderful, wonderful. I actually saw your website and I found out you also do composting of wet waste, right? Uh, Dulsco does composting. So is it at a... a ca- is it a collection at community level in from various households or... Uh, is that possible for you to arrange in future or or is it already existing, that facility? Yes. Similar with um, used cooking oil, yes. composing is something that we can provide as well. Good. So there are communities that we are working with um, and there are even smaller units that can be placed inside your home um, on your um, countertop. So that's something we can also provide. Um, but currently we have it in commercial um, spaces such as the malls because uh, there are a lot of food that's getting you know, wasted there so we want yeah. to treat that but again if there's a need that's something definitely we can provide 
um, from the smallest size to you know the biggest size, depending on the waste generated. Right. Yeah, I think that would be great. Uh, we should take it forward, and uh, because many people. I don't have the time or the you know resources or uh, to compost at home and so right. much actually 60% of our waste is wet waste which comes from you know food scraps vegetable scraps so it would be great if th that facility will also be provided that will be wonderful yes, yes. Nice. it's it's some it's something that's totally possible um yeah. it's just a matter of you know people should be aware um yeah. that there's this technology available for them um, right so so we also mentioned this when we do you know our awareness session on how can they improve um their their waste management even at their own um, houses or homes very nice and that actually reminds me of a plastic which you must be knowing pla uh, PLA plastics, which are plant-based plastics, these yeah. can be composted only in industrial composters, right? So mm -hmm. that also can be composted in your facility. Uh, is it like an industrial composter or uh, an aerobic uh, compost outside? Yeah. PLA, uh, we usually uh, suggest that it should be placed in a composting machine because it's something that yes. can, be, can yeah. be treated the same as the food waste. Um, but if there's no resource such as composting, then at least it should be separated from the landfill waste because that's something we can uh, accept in our material recovery facility in bulk. Oh, is it? Um, okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, so that's something we can also accept in our facility for okay. further segregation and you know decide where can we further treat it instead of it just going in the landfill. Okay, great. So suppose like uh, I buy something from a you know cafe and they package it in a PLA container, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm confused. I need to put this in uh, my plastic recycling, or I should you know put it in my wet waste, like which will go to the landfill ultimately. And as long as it's not contaminated, by the way, because yeah, sometimes of course. That's, yes, uh, yeah. the, it has to be as clean. long as it's clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it can go in your um. Plastic, uh, plastic recycling, and if it's in bulk, not uh, a single item, because oh, okay. we need to treat it or process it in bulk as okay. well. Okay. Otherwise, it it can contaminate the other, you know, uh, materials because it's food or it's made out of um, organic uh, materials. Right. Yeah. Okay. So a single product, like from a household, which will mm -hmm. might collect maximum one or two containers. So that doesn't uh, really work, right? That you said yes. it might contaminate your whole uh, recycling. Yes. Okay, so might be uh, this works well for restaurants where they are serving in PLA. Yes, you know, that absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, I get it, right. So yeah, I think you have, uh, can you walk us through the recycling process when waste arrives at your facility? Like how do you separate different types of recyclables? Do you use any advanced technologies or machines to do that? Mm -hmm. um, so in our facility, such as the material recovery facility, it can process up to 80,000 tons of materials per year. And the moment the dedicated fleet goes in the facility, then um, it's it's a semi-automated technology because because we okay. believe that you know there's okay. there's nothing that can compare in a human eye to to double check the material. So we have um 
automatic technology and as well as manpower to ensure that there's further segregation. Okay. So the vehicle arrives at the facility, then it goes in a, in our plant. And in this plant, there are 2D or 3D materials that separates metals. You know, um, there's a magnet to it, um, separates the light and heavy papers. So it's not only just papers, cans, glass, but even the subcategories of each plastics or um, the weight of the papers are further segregated. That's why we're able to segregate 36 different kinds of recyclables. And those are from the subcategories of plastics, of papers, and cans as well. Wow, very nice. What types of materials do you primarily recycle in your facility? Uh, and uh, are there any you currently don't accept but would like to accept it in the future? There are materials that we don't currently accept, such as hazardous waste, okay. medical waste, because there's a dedicated facilities right. facilities to treat those materials. But um, in terms of something that we want to treat in the future is obviously the general waste. But as I've mentioned earlier, we invested in a facility which is called um, refuse derived fuel plant which accepts general waste and mm -hmm. turns it into an alternative fuel um, okay. so instead of cement industries using coal yeah now um, plant um, accepts the general waste and then dries it and then treats it and turn it into an alternative fuel so in terms of the future we're actually now working on it um, towards that so we're um, relocating our RDF plant, which is all, which was also um, launched back at Expo 2020 and helped us divert 91% um, of space away from landfill um, with the help of this technology as well and our other facilities. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. So uh, from general waste, do you mean it includes everything, wet waste, dry waste, everything, which people yes. will, you know, yeah. just put it in their dustbins and which goes to the landfill that's what you mean yes like um, contaminated tissues or crisps um, okay uh, yes but we mix it with a good amount because there's a specific um, you know, density and um, calorification if you want to achieve a, um, a good quality of alternative fuel so it should be a good mix but nevertheless this facility accepts um general waste materials okay great when it comes to recycling most of us are confused about you know what to send for recycling but you did mention that uh, you accept up to 36 recyclables that is a good news but i have some questions regarding some materials so uh, i i'll make this a bit of fun like a rapid fire round but mm -hmm. it does not have to be rapid uh, I'll mention a material. You just need to answer if it can be recycled or not recycled. And uh, also if you can briefly explain why or how. So this will give okay. some clarity to people regarding what items should be segregated for recycling. Okay. Okay, great. So uh, cardboard with some oil residue. Yes, this can be recycled, but as long as there's no food residue, Okay. So that it wouldn't contaminate the other clean recyclables where you dispose it. Uh-huh. Okay. But okay. yes, definitely this is a good type of material that we can recycle. 
So even if it has oil, like, you know, the food uh, has left oil residue in it, we can reset. Yes, as, as long as it's not soaking with oil that of course, yeah, yeah. contaminate the other materials. If it's oh, just okay. a residue, then that's something we can accept. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, so chips packets, I think it's a multi-layered packaging, mm -hmm. right? Like plastic plus aluminum. Yeah. Um, we don't accept it in our material recovery facility, but okay. our refuse derived fuel plant can accept it. It's oh. not recyclable, but um, it goes in general waste, but we turn it into alternative fuel. But oh. if the question is, is if it's recyclable, then the answer mm -hmm. is no. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So uh, when you say alternative fuel, uh, is that the waste to energy plant? Similarly, yes. Similarly. Uh, because okay. ah, you're not creating energy, but you're creating fuel from the waste. Yes, fuel. Ah, so okay. it's not... The... Right, right. I get it. A plastic toothbrush. Mm, this is not recyclable um, because sadly there's no technology available yet to separate because it's made out of a mixed type of plastic that's oh. bound together. So it's it's not recyclable. It's not, yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. So that will also go to the general waste, yeah? Yes, yes. Okay. So when it, when something some plastic goes to general waste, when you are, you know, in the process of making this fuel, waste to fuel, the process um, of converting this, uh, especially because plastic, it emits carbon emissions, right? When mm -hmm. it is incinerated. Mm -hmm. Actually, I'm quite uh, ignorant to this uh, process. Mm -hmm. So I, I might be this question might uh, sound very weird. If plastic is turning to fuel, are there more carbon emissions or it is less than, you know, the effect harm is less than it going to a landfill? Every process has carbon emissions, yeah, in it, yeah. right? but instead, that's why we're having these technologies that avoid this as much. So instead of just plastic um, breaking down at the landfill, which stays up up to a thousand years, yeah. then definitely in terms of yeah. carbon emissions, then it's better to to treat it as as you know as quick as possible. So in terms of emissions, mm. I'd have to say you know it's it's less though there are still, but there there would be you know a reduction in it included instead of you know from the raw material um, you make the plastic up until its end life cycle yeah. versus. Um, it getting treated um, at the facility, then definitely there's there's a reduction in it. Okay, great. And the toothpaste tubes, those? It's the same with the toothbrush, actually. Okay. So it's made out of um, it won't different be. types it of plastic. So no. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, then plastic pens, markers, and all, you know, those stationary yeah. For pens, yes, but for markers, okay. no, because um, uh, it's made out of two different types of materials. For the uh, pens, it can be mixed with the HDPE type of plastic, so that's mm. uh, recyclable. But for markers, no, because of the ink that's um, okay. inside of the marker. Okay. So, you know, again, the technology is not yet here to separate those two. Right. Uh, uh, materials so. okay yes. and uh, but for pens also like the you know uh, general ball pens mm -hmm. they are made of many mixed plastics right as mm -hmm. per my research so uh, do do you separate it all parts are they separated mm -hmm. how does it happen yeah so usually um, again if it's in bulk 
right? It's something that we can mix with the HDPE uh, plastic because mm -hmm. the the outer um, cover of the pen is nice. uh, recyclable, okay. but okay. unlike the markers, um, the plastic in it is the one that has mixed plastics. Okay. So therefore, um, we, we can uh, recycle markers, but for the pen, we can... Right. It so, depends on the material of plastic. Okay. So if it's mixed, um, mm -hmm. the technology, we don't have it yet. Okay. But if it's like made out of a you know, specific grade of plastic, right. then we can work at least on you know mixing it with a recyclable plastic. Oh. Um, so we, we can work on that. Um, Third-party recyclers have that capability to, to treat and recycle it. Oh. Nice. That's good. Usually in food deliveries, we have those black plastic containers and mm -hmm. there is some kind of research online that these plastic, black plastics cannot be recycled. Is that true? So there are um, plastics that are called single use but not recyclables because usually you'd see the recycling logo. Right. Yeah. It doesn't mean that um, every time you see that recycling logo, it's recyclable. It's just... Okay. defines the type yes. of plastic so there are seven main type of plastic but there are even subcategories 300 of each at least um so that's why we have our material recovery facility because you know we don't expect everyone to <clears throat> sorry to memorize each subcategories yeah. but then it goes in our facility where we get to further decide and you know really look for um, recyclers who can treat it Okay. But for the for the black, um, you know, takeaway containers, yeah. yes. if there's uh, no contamination and if it has the recycling logo, then it can go in our facilities. Then we get to, um, you know, look for recyclers that can further treat it. Okay, nice. Yeah. So uh, even if it is saying polypropylene in its, mm -hmm. you know, triangle, uh, mm -hmm. you, uh, as you suggest, I think it should be a subcategory of polypropylene, mm -hmm. is it? Because yes. it's black, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it doesn't mean that it's recyclable, but uh -huh. it gets confusing, as you said. So yeah. that's why we have this facility. So oh. we want people to really learn how to segregate at source. Right. Um, But we don't want to make it, complicated as well instead of it everything just go going to the landfill then we'd rather have them segregate this recycling the one that has recycling logo then we get to see what to do with it um so at least they're also practicing a segregation at source and yeah. at the back end we're doing the best we can as well to divert right. it away from landfill so you suggest that every household should try to segregate plastic paper you know, separately and uh, then give it to you. So that will be yes. more, more easy to yeah. sort the waste. Okay. So usually there are two uh, segregation, which is your landfill and your mixed recyclables. Right. We call it mixed recyclables because it can be plastic. Because usually you see paper yeah. scan separated. So yeah. Somehow it's hard for people to, yeah. to pause and then throw. They just rather throw, right? Or yeah. um, dump their waste. But we're trying to, to really make it as easy as possible that if you think if it is recyclable, just put it in this bin. Then yes. the segregation will, will do at the we back end. Okay. Yes. So um, but back at Expo, what <clears throat> our practice was 
have three three bins. Okay. Um, food waste are separated, or we call it organic waste because we have a composting machine that treats it instead okay. of just that food waste goes in the landfill. One for general or landfill waste, and one for mixed recyclables. Okay. And okay. if you notice, so we mentioned sorting at source. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what you mean is we need to sort the wet waste from the dry waste from yes. the dry. Yes. Anything that can contaminate the recyclables right. should be should separated. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay, great. Styrofoam, because you get a lot of packaging, you know, styrofoam packaging. Is that recycled? Yeah. You'd see it has a recycling logo, but um, no, we don't recycle it really. It, it goes oh. in the landfill because oh. of the material, but um. still it's made out of plastic. So okay. usually if you have a styrofoam, you'd see a Seven. recycling but no it, it goes in the landfill um, bin okay so now you you are doing those provisions for it to go to the making the fuel right like yes the, correct that's correct. nice so a bubble wrap a the, bubble wrap yeah for you know packaging they use these bubble plastic bubble wraps so um for the bubble wraps that's something that we need to put in our cuz it's still plastic yes. <laughs> but again if since it's a it's not a thick material type of plastic so the quantity will matter okay. um when we recycle it cuz it will be challenging to recycle it in a small quantity because of the quality that will come out out of it okay. so I, I have to say it's it's recyclable, but um, the quantity would matter a lot. Okay. So yeah. I think it will work only at a commercial level. Yes, commercial level. Right, yeah. Okay. A tetra pack bottles because we get a lot of milk and, you know, mm. juices in tetra pack. Yes, the, this can. is something. Yes, oh, we nice. can recycle this. We okay. accept this as well. In a, uh, so when, when, suppose I'm putting my tetra pack bottle into my dry waste, do I need to wash it? and dry it before putting it in the waste as part of our guidelines yes we would like everyone to do that at least um, if it has a little amount in it it's it's okay Okay. but you know if it's full or if it's half of it then at least you know at least um, empty it (laughs) empty it you don't have to wash it but at least empty it um, so it doesn't affect the other recyclables yes correct yeah Mm. okay great so like an empty milk tetra pack bottle can be just put into the recycling yes okay great then uh, plastic bottle caps because i was told they are not recyclable uh, can we like put the plastic bottles with those caps yes um, we accept it in our facility okay. and we consider great. it as recyclables okay nice yeah then uh, glass bottles with oil residue in it because when we buy these oil bottles it's washing is it's really mm. difficult like to remove mm. the oil uh, in it so yeah. can we just put it in the yes it's something recyclable and okay. as long as it's just a residue again not okay. soaking not, not like uh, soaking yeah just yes. like might be it has a lining of oil yes that's fine empty. yeah yes okay, that's great. fine yeah oh nice so even for plastic like even if it is a plastic bottle which has a lining of oil it's okay yes but just residue yeah, just not, residue. Uh, yeah yeah we okay. don't want to contaminate the whole batch so whole batch, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. but also it's recyclable so instead of it going in the landfill we accept it because right. it's just a residue that's something we can um yeah work on yeah yeah 
ফেসিলিটি মিক্স ক্যাটগরি Yes, this is uh, recyclable. 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 Yes. Oh, nice. Okay. Then uh, there are, do you also accept clothes, worn out clothes? Clothes made of mixed fibers, cotton plus polyester. Yes, in our material recovery facility. Yeah. Um, because there are third parties that turns these materials into um, carpets, uh, etc. Something that can be reused again. Oh, nice. So there are companies that, you know, um, that uh, recycle further re- repurpose it and recycle it into oh wonderful so even if materials. it's a combination fabric like cotton yes and... oh wonderful yes. yes okay and medicine strips usually it is a mixture of aluminium and plastic right so is mm-hmm. that can no, we um, don't because no. it's a mixed material yeah. in terms of technologies um, there's no we, we can segregate or separate them so right. um no we don't consider this as recyclable okay but mm-hmm. like uh, what do i do with it can i just put it it will go to the general waste landfill yes landfill okay. landfill it won't even go to the general waste yeah um it will be applicable for that waste to fuel that's something that you know if it's a piece i, I don't think that's something that can be you know removed or but if it's a bulk order then that's a different topic um because it's medical you know right yeah apply yeah. and so like dedicated- i like when i'm using my medicine regularly i collect a lot of these strips so uh, what do you suggest i should add it to my mixed recyclables or no, no 
white no, it it goes in your landfill so um we call also general waste a landfill waste oh uh, for the sake of you know really inculcating it in the the mind it's some sort of awareness that right. it goes in the landfill so be okay. mindful instead okay. of just calling it yeah. general waste yeah um it, it makes it makes much more sense if we call it landfill waste instead yes. of general so whenever we do awareness session we we yeah. say landfill waste so it wouldn't get confusing exactly. um it's some sort of you know inculcating it in the mind that yes. oh this goes in the landfill Correct. Um, yeah. It might like be a nomenclature, but it makes a huge difference. Yes. Well, what we call um, you know, where we dispose our waste or bins. Exactly. Yeah, true. Uh then um plastic lined paper and cardboard products, because a lot of uh, takeaway packaging, food packaging comes with this li- plastic mm-hmm. lining, even coffee cups for that matter. Mm-hmm. We accept this um because okay. if you would notice this uh Paper and cardboard only have usually the plastic would be a small, ah, you know, only um, those types. Okay, over of plastic, so ah, it's mainly paper. Ah. So it's mainly paper, so that okay. um goes in the category of paper cardboard. No, I mean to say the bottom. glossy cardboard, which has a like very fine plastic lining stuck to the cardboard all over. Uh, oh, you mean like it's it's a cover? It's like of waterproof. It? Fine, frankly speaking, that cardboard is waterproof so mm-hmm. like even for coffee cups it's lined yeah. with plastic lining so that's why it doesn't leak right like yes for those materials it goes in the general or landfill landfill waste because yeah. the technology to separate them um, so it's it's the same principle yes the materials if it's mixed materials such as like the toothbrush we mentioned earlier crisps um uh, chocolate um wrap or even this type of um, cardboard, glossy cardboard containers. The principle is if it's mixed materials, there's no technology yet to, um, to separate. Yes, to yeah. extract them. Okay, so I think we need to try and reduce them as much as possible. Yes, and be really mindful, mindful of, of and reusing what you currently have that you yeah. can be reuse yeah. over and over again. Very true. But then uh, these balloons, yeah, balloons are a mm. big part of celebrations and decorations. So yeah, yeah. it's no, yeah. <laughs> um, because it's made of mixed plastics, um, and it's thin as well and stretchy. So, um, it goes in the landfill. Okay. Landfill mm. That's it. Uh, very small <clears throat> single-use plastic containers, which are used like for those sauces. 60 ml 30 ml yeah it can um, it's also in the landfill bin mm. um because it's mainly contaminated oh, even okay. if you use it up it's contaminated yeah. inside but if so. we if we clean it like suppose i get some food mm. delivery home and it has mm. like these small containers but i wash it i dry it yeah. and then i put it so but so, i was doubtful that because of its size can it be yes. recycled and even the quantity. So similar with the materials we, we discussed earlier. Um, right. So it would make much more sense if it's in bulk, like in restaurant or commercials. Um, so usually it ends up in the landfill bin. But oh. again, goes in our facility to yeah. further treat it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this uh, soiled wooden cutlery, wood products, can it be recycled or is it need to be composted? Yes, so it doesn't go in our recycling bin. 
should yeah. be in your organic bin, what we call, because that's yeah. where that's um what goes in the composting machine. Okay. But um it's not we don't put it in your uh, recycling bin okay rather but if in, it's a dry wooden cutlery like which is not used it can be recycled should it be sent for recycling or again like composted it's composting so okay. goes in the landfill bin okay oh okay. yes get it uh, then electronic waste yes uh, this, is, uh, this is recyclable. all the parts are sure. recyclable yeah in electronic waste um, I don't think all such as batteries. Uh, okay. There are some, you know, uh, hazardous component in, in it. Okay. So we can't say it's recyclable, but okay. it can be treated. Okay. So those are two different things. Um, so, but electronic waste in general is something we can recycle. Okay. But if we would go in bits and pieces of it, then there are some like the ones that has mercury in it, you know, which mm -hmm. is hazardous. Um, right. Then definitely no, it goes in the hazardous okay. um, waste category. Okay. Yeah, but in general, electronic waste, yes, it's um, recyclable, right. but it must be separated right. uh, in yeah. a box, just e-waste as we oh, call is it. it. Okay, we should not put it all, uh, I mean, in the same Dry the mix recyclable, no, yeah, okay. because the dedicated fleet that collects the recyclables have compacting machines inside, so materials okay. would be compacted or crushed. It's a dedicated vehicle, so um, usually for e waste, there's a separate box for it, but okay. if it's in bulk quantity, then a bin, okay. and then we provide uh, usually a three ton pickup which doesn't have a compacting machine inside just to collect it. Right. Um, and bring it in our facility okay okay so like suppose i have to put i i need to pack it in a separate box and give it yes separate waste. yes okay great and yeah the last one is medical waste uh, mm -hmm. but uh, do you have any plans to collect medical waste like you said you don't uh, accept mm -hmm. it now but any plans to collect because that's a big problem many of us we don't know how to you know yeah. discard our expired medicines or unused medicines we don't know what to do with it we actually collect it but we uh -huh. just don't don't um treat it so okay you send um, it to third party to dm approve the facilities okay. because okay. it must be approved by you know the the municipality where we dispose this because it's um medical waste yes um so we collect it okay. but then we then take it to approved facilities Okay. Um, that further treats these materials. Okay. So suppose uh, in all the households in the community, if we give our medical waste separately, properly packed with, you know, a proper mm -hmm. label mentioned, it is hazardous medical waste. Mm -hmm. I mean, will that be okay? Like we can hand over to... Yeah, this can be an on-call, you know, basis collection. Okay. Um, this is what was also um done back during covid so yeah. oh, we okay. did it was even you know it did not halt during our operations even it grew um mm -hmm. during the pandemic so that that operations grew um due to the medical waste you know, yes. being used so we collect it but we don't um treat it and it's um can be done even at home so like on call basis okay nice mm -hmm. oh okay 
That's a good information. We provide recycling centers even in, in the communities. Now we have six or seven recycling centers that are located in strategic locations in Abu Dhabi, such as the park <clears throat> where people can bring their waste and segregate it. Oh, nice. If okay. they don't have resources at home, it right. would even include used cooking oils. They can put it there. And oh, this okay. recycling center is the electric Electricity that's used is run by solar panels to run the whole uh, recycling center. Then this is where they can dispose the pens as well, um, because then we it goes in our facilities then for the segregate. Yeah, no, I don't want to. But um, in terms of those code, this is an initiative that we're doing in partnership yeah. with with the municipality, and um, it is growing towards all of the Emirates. Um. Okay, providing these recycling centers where people get an opportunity to um, segregate if they don't have resources at home, they mm. bring it outside and now learn how to, to segregate at source. Then we do our part at the back end as a solutions provider as well. Very nice. Yeah. So uh, in Dubai also, you have this recycling center. Uh, so this is a work in progress because again, okay. this would be something that in terms of location where you put it, yeah, yeah. it yeah. would require approval or again, okay. if the this is required by authorities, definitely we can work on it. But okay. what we had in Abu Dhabi was in partnership and requested by the municipality. So again, okay. we provided it so in such, but uh, if there's a need, then definitely uh, this is something we can provide. This, right. is the, this was done by our in-house workshop team Oh, so they they you know thought of how to to improve recycling at source in communities that does, don't have enough resources, mm. and even um our in house workshop team collects bulky waste or accepts rather bulky waste and turn it into or upcycle it into a new furnitures oh, nice. such as oil barrels um or pallets mm. into tables etc. So there's mm. a lot of in initiatives really being done it's a matter of you know providing this to to the community um so that they know that there's actually you know happening with what they're disposing yes yes and i think this makes it, it just makes... doesn't end up yeah in, you know, at the landfill yeah yeah and it also yeah. makes us more mindful of reducing the waste i guess yes so much is you know it's it's a challenge right to yes <laughs> uh, deal with waste yeah yes okay how do you handle non-recyclable materials that end up mm -hmm. in the recycling stream like in the waste yeah, yeah. yeah so we, we have we we call this stream as end of belt stream oh, that okay. then goes in our refuse derived fuel plant Oh. or RDF what that turns it into alternate refuse derived fuel plant oh. or RDF where um this would turn into a alternative fuel refuse so for fuel, fuel plant yeah okay. so there are materials that somehow ends up in our facility recycling material yeah. recovery facility but then um, we consider it as end of life um, end of belt uh, materials that can then be rerouted into our another facility okay um, right to avoid uh, disposing it in the landfill exactly that's great mm -hmm. yeah there is a question by many people 
uh, who segregate their waste in different bags according to the material like mm -hmm. uh, tins uh, all the cans in one bag the plastic mm -hmm. waste in one cardboard in one but uh, when the waste collection happens it's all combined and put into the trucks so people have this notion that it's not being recycled but now you have explained that there are sophisticated machines which do sort these things. But I would like to know that is it more convenient to carry all recyclable waste combined or does it, doesn't it take more effort for workers to sort it or the machines to sort it? Mm -hmm. So actually for Dusco, we see recyclables are as a valuable commodity. So we don't call it waste, we call it resources. Um, and it wouldn't make sense for us to just dispose it in the landfill from the business point of view, right? But um, it's important for us to collect recyclables. So that's what the machines are for, to, to segregate it. Um, that's what they're made for, the material recovery facility. And um, it would seem like a lot of effort to do it. But um, in, in reality, it's just a lack of awareness that mm -hmm. they don't know that um, the moment they, there's an impact in everything that they do, yeah. that even if they dispose the one plastic bottle correctly, mm -hmm. actually already saved up, what, 500 years at least of it degrading from the landfill by itself. Yes. So if there's an impact, if it's just one bottle, but there are 50 people, then how many yeah. years is that combined? So... And it's not just a matter of, you know, collecting it or it's really a matter of awareness that yeah. um, usually even me back then, I don't even know this. Uh, I thought, okay, why would I even segregate um, until, you know, there are people who would show me that we turn this into a new product and they compare it versus starting from scratch of making yes. this product such as aluminum cans yeah. if you you know produce aluminum cans would take so many resources for so many time um, expenses etc versus aluminum can being recycled within 60 days it goes back to its shelf life with the same quality as the new uh, produced aluminum uh, I didn't know that until someone, you know, shared it to me. So it's right. it's really a matter of awareness sessions that I think people appreciate it when they know what's happening with what they're doing because somehow it makes them feel involved in the process in contributing to the circular economy loop. It's not just us as Dalsco, you know, at, having the facilities would be considered as the last resort. That's yeah. why we're keen on doing awareness session to start it from source how can you segregate better we also provide these resources such as color-coded bins or brandings mm. um, so really from you know the triangle hierarchy we yes. try to as much start with with you know reducing then reusing and then the last would be us recycling it or treating it right. so in all of our clients with all of our clients we we have awareness sessions yeah, and we do awareness sessions with them because, uh, but it doesn't end there. We provide resources, it's, and yes. then it goes in our facility that then turns it into uh, a new product. So it's a full circle, and we call it a three sixty degree re, um recycling program for all yes. of our clients. That you know, it would give them an assurance yes. that whatever they're doing are making sense or contributing. Yeah you know, to, to saving the environment and even their businesses in terms Absolutely. of costs. 
Yes. So, it's really the lack of awareness session. Mainly. Yeah. It's... Yeah. So, uh, are there any misconceptions about recycling that you'd like to address? Because you are the authority in this. So, <laughs> um, Actually, I think I'll just share what even I thought was a misconception, which okay. is what we just talked about now that, yeah. you know, why would I even segregate it would get mixed up anyway. Um, yeah. But in reality, mm. um, there are facilities that, you know, further segregates really do their best to recycle this because, you know, people wouldn't um, have that chance or opportunity to do it um, at their home or their houses or their place so that's one thing that segregation is really effective okay um, it's it's really effective um, not only that you change your habits or thinking yeah. you are more mindful you take some time but also you can see the impact of it so yes. there's a past on impact of it in in other countries like um, Korea it's it's a place where uh, segregation is a law it's uh, before they dispose it outside their homes they do it and now children do it as well mm. so it's it's somehow passed on so segregation really has an impact it might not look like it um, but I think it's starting now that people are realizing that and also there's a misconception that it's hard to reduce my waste mm. but no, yeah. there are so many um, yeah. alternatives like what you're doing as well right providing yeah. an alternative that could be reused over and over again bringing yeah. your own bottles or sometimes it's the convenience for us but mm. in the long run it's really um, unhealthy um, in terms of it's not sustainable it absolutely may it be in maybe in finances right you keep buying and buying instead of just getting your own bottle so it's not hard that's one misconception it's not hard to reduce your waste it's really a matter of practice it's it's a change of habit and you know of sticking to it it's a commitment um so i think those are my two main misconceptions there are so many but i think those are the two mains it's not hard to do it it's a matter of committing to it which would then you know correlate with our lifestyle and segregation works those are the yeah. two main um think misconceptions i'd like to, to highlight very very important yeah. yeah that's that's such great advice like a great uh, you. misconceptions you busted <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, okay great i got so much knowledge from this and many of my misconceptions when it comes to recycling certain waste has been addressed it was a very great session thank you so no. much cj it will help so many of us to you know segregate properly uh, yeah and it also helps us reduce right which the waste which is not recyclable and frankly speaking i think plastic also cannot be recycled uh, forever isn't mm -hmm. it i think its quality goes on reducing right after yes it it's it, it's reduced that's why it's better that you know you have your own reusable exact uh, materials versus the convenience that the plastic gives to us yes absolutely mm -hmm. yeah so it was a great session thank you so much very very thank you palavi <laughs> thank you for this opportunity <laughs> as well thank you so much for sharing this knowledge thank you so much thank you thank you